Parkwood Home Companion. This is episode number 115. I'm Joshua Pollock, one of the pastors of Parkwood Church in Jacksonville, Florida. We're back again with another short form episode looking at the book of Colossians as we are working through devotionals in this book. We're going to be looking today at the front end of chapter three. Now, if you haven't caught up on recent episodes, I would encourage you to, well, stop right now. Go ahead and do that. Uh, I know some of us like to listen to the newest thing, and and that's great and all, but come on, you got the back catalog at this point. And we're talking about, uh, eventually, forgive us for the banter, but we do get around most of the time to the actual topic, and we're looking at, first, we had been in schools of interpretation for the book of Revelation. Now we're talking about specifically the idea of the millennium that's presented in Revelation chapter 20 and the different views on that. Now we've covered post-millennialism already and coming up next we'll be looking at amillennialism. And as always with all these things, we're giving something of a brief overview. These aren't going to be in-depth uh super scholarly presentations, as you may have gathered if you've listened to some of our episodes, but hopefully it's enough information to give you an overview of that position and then maybe even drive you to go and look into it more on your own. This is what we would hope from our My Church Didn't Teach That series. We're trying to present uh, the different viewpoints that are held on Christian doctrines, on uh, matters of the faith that maybe you haven't heard, but will help you to understand better what you believe and then be able to put that into action all the more, to live a life that is more focused and more grounded because of your beliefs in relationship with Jesus Christ. Now we're almost already halfway through July. Can't believe it. Summer has blown by. Uh, If you had prayed for our student ministry during camp, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate that. Had a wonderful trip out this last June. Uh, We went to North Greenville University and got to see some wonderful things done by God and see our group grow closer together. And really just uh, from my personal perspective, year over year, getting to see the maturity and growth in our students themselves has been wonderful. Wonderful things that God is doing in uh, our young men and women. So thank you for praying. Continue to pray for those people. Uh, And seeing them gives me great hope for the next generation of the church. And speaking of generations, well, the one uh, right after them, the younger younger kids uh, are going to be having to go to a virtual VBS for our church. We had hoped to be able to host it on campus, but unfortunately, with the construction going on all the way around, if you're in our area, if you are a member of our church and had wanted to be attending VBS, well, you got to do it online again this year. Sorry, but our facility is getting remade as we speak. Wonderful things happening there. A lot of improvements, a lot of repairs, a lot of remodeling that uh, are going to benefit not only our church, but also the school that's part of our church. So be on the lookout here in just a couple of weeks for our online VBS. Great content that's going to be put out, Bible lesson skits, crafts, music, all the wonderful things that have to do with VBS. So be on the lookout for that. You can find that on our YouTube page, and yes, we'll we'll have that on all of our social media as well. Okay, and we want to keep the short and short form, so let's go ahead and turn to today's passage. Colossians chapter 3, we'll be looking at verses 1 through 17. And it says this, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, 
not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these things, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked, when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and, if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. Now, these are not new ideas. They're not even new ideas for this podcast. We've talked about putting on a new self, being a new creation, living according to our faith. But it's important, and we know it's important because, well, it's repeated a lot in Scripture. Some version of what Paul is saying here is repeated multiple times throughout Scripture, so it's pretty you know, safe to say God wants us to get this idea. And as we've been talking about the supremacy of Christ in these last few episodes and walking through the book of Colossians, well, this helps us to move away from error. This helps us to stay focused. This helps us, yes, to put on our new self because our new self is focused preeminently on the person of Jesus Christ. I actually think the ESV Study Bible puts it very well here. It says, to set your minds on the things that are above contrasts with things that are on earth and refers to a pursuit of a deeper knowledge of Christ himself and all that belongs to living with and for him. This would include seeking first his kingdom and living a life worthy of his name. So again, the supremacy of Christ, the preeminence of Jesus in our lives has to be up and against what was our life. And if we need a reminder, that's sin taking root, producing fruit that leads to death. And Paul gives a laundry list, (laughs) immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, idolatry, which is idolatry. And we've got anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk, and lying. Well, (laughs) thank goodness nobody lies anymore. But we get a good picture here, doesn't it? What what does sin do? Well, one, it keeps us 
keeps our heads buried in the sand, keeps our focus on the immediate in front of us and on ourselves, which again is idolatry. And then it's divisive. It pulls us away from other people and drives us towards being an enmity with one another and with God. So what's the, what's the alternative? What's the new life? Well, it's focusing on Jesus Christ, the things that are above, the things that are pure and holy and good. That is the call of our life, and that is a new self. That is a new creation. And when you know it, the exact opposite thing happens. We stop looking at ourselves, and we stop looking at our immediate circumstances, and we begin to focus on the person of Jesus and see the big picture. And we're unified with brothers and sisters in Christ, in mission, in word, in deed, in heart, in mind, in faith, and, well, yeah, in spirit, because God is working all of these things together. So in the putting off and putting on that we are aware of, the old man, the new man, the old creation, and the new creation, it changes how we interact with one another, how we see things, how we live our lives, and, yeah, the perspective we have even on the circumstances that we go through. And yes, this would be a great individual improvement, but we can read this with the perspective of the church as well. Just think about the renewal of mind and putting off the earthly things that we once walked in as members of the church. How much better would your congregation be? And yes, I am fully aware that Myself and everybody else that ever says anything along these lines needs to look in the mirror. But man, how often have we seen, well, these earthly things pop up within the church being angry and wrathful and malicious and lying and obscenity? Uh, just, just going down that list. I can't tell you how disheartening it is. The multiple times, and yes, there have been multiple times when these things have popped up within the church and people that claim Jesus Christ, even amongst one another, being cruel and vicious and just all of these things that have no place in the church itself. Think about your church for a moment. How much better off would your church be if the people were more patient, more forgiving, and covered everything in love? Now, I'm not saying these things are absent in the church by any means, but man, we should have it in much greater abundance than we do, shouldn't we? So the call of the believer and the call to the church at Colossae is the same call that we have today. Put off the earthly things, cast off the old self, and put on Christ. Quit thinking and acting along the lines of earthly things and viewing each other in terms of the flesh and look to the person of Jesus Christ. Get your head out of the sand, change your perspective, and see what God is calling you to do. And Paul ends it well for us. Whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Good reminder, as always. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for today. Thank you for listening. Jesus said so. We love you. We genuinely do <laughs> appreciate like, share, subscribe, help us to get the word out about the podcast, wherever you have found us. Uh, tell somebody new this week, go grab somebody off the street and be like, Hey, I've got a podcast you should listen to. And if they don't run away screaming, tell them about Parkwood Home Companion. <laughs> okay. That's going to do it. Thank you so much. Tune in next time for uh, Millennialism. Uh, it's going to be fun. Lots of modicum of banter. Maybe, maybe one. But it does to be. Okay, thanks, guys.